goddamn hell. What the fuck's up, dude? Yeah, I'm talking to you, sitting in your car, sitting in your cubicle, hitting your wife. I'm talking to you right now, directly. Yeah, we're to assuming you. our listeners have cars or wives <laughs> yeah. to hit. If you get, if you don't have a wife, I strongly advise. <laughs> I strongly advise getting one. Uh, look, this is episode 50. We've done this 50 times. We've done this, give or take, about 50 weeks in a row, and we're coming up on a year. Insane. Which makes sense because I remember starting it in your garage and it was genuinely like 94 degrees <laughs> yeah. and being like, this is good and worth it. It was rainy and humid every other day. Just talking into your wife's laptop and going, hey, we're grownups. This will probably sound good, right? This will sound great. And nobody, and this won't be our most listened to episode. And we definitely have upgraded to, you know, not recording on an old laptop. <laughs> yeah, now we do our recce poops in my apartment. And we do it for the Handsome Idiots podcast for the 50th episode. And unfortunately, we're not going to make it to 51. John's actually not going to make it to 51. He's going to die. I might not make it to 37. Much sooner than that. I'm going to die of the sniffles at this point. What are you, sniffly boy? But you got no it's, cove. Well, that's what sucks. You is sniff no cove. I've been, I don't know if you can test as many times as mm-hmm. I have since I've seen you last. I've, I've probably taken upwards of seven at-home tests in the last week. True. Because we had a little Kobe scare, a little Kobe wovey That's why we recorded the last episode in the garage. Your boy came out unscathed, like yeah. the true champion is. I got to experience uh, swabbing a toddler's nose. That's not fun. Me too, but this one was... I got <laughs> like, in trouble for that. You're yeah. like, and I have to go to court for it. Uh, no. I have to go to court. No, I had to, like... To basically prove to daycare. They were like, well, can you get her a test? I was like, can I just give her an at-home test? Yeah. So after upwards of seven minutes of Google research and calling a pediatrician, they were like, I mean, if you really want to, you can do it. I was like, I got <laughs> no. this. I trim her nails. I brush her teeth. Yeah, those can't be any harder. I tried to trick her as she woke up. I was like, oh, hey, how was your nap? <laughs> like spin a little swab around little in her bit, nose. Right? She did not like that. She was like throwing lefts and rights at me. <laughs> Negative test, or I just didn't administer. Definitely it didn't do it right, but cool. I was thinking about that. What if all seven of the tests I've taken last week, I just was doing them all? Well, right, walk me through it. How wrong. do you do it? Uh, it's fifteen minutes, and man, my voice is cracked. <laughs> okay, I'm sick. telling the truth, Matt. Like, I know COVID. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 15 seconds in each nostril. Little spinny spin, spinny spin. Get the you gotta get the wall. You, you want to go? Dude. They they recommend three quarters of an inch. They say you're supposed to do the come hither thing. That's the oh yeah. is that is that also applies to nostrils? Yeah, but they say to work the outside of the nose too. <laughs> yeah, you want to kiss it. You got to tell it looks good. You but gotta, you can't dive right into it. You got to kind of like. Well, first you got to take your nose out to dinner. Yeah, um, you take, take it out to dinner. dinner. Okay, <laughs> you you blow it. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on now. Don't jump oh, the gun. Oh, sorry. We take it out to dinner. If it seems like the nose is receptive, then maybe you say, hey, look, this has been a lot of fun. Did you want to come back to my place? I got a bottle of wine I haven't opened yet. And they go, fuck it. Yeah, whatever. It's Thursday. She's off tomorrow. and Or the nose is off tomorrow. <laughs> and you come back to the place. You pour a little bit of a glass of wine. You do the thing where you're both standing, drinking the wine. And then you go, you want to go sit down? Let's watch something. Then you just pour another glass. You sit down. Then you go to the nose. And now, what kinda... would be your go-to thing on Netflix that you would watch with a nose? Uh, love on the spectrum. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and the nose has like a really like negative view of autistic people. So she's like, what's up with these retards? And then you're kind of like, ah, it's a little off-putting, but you're trying to get some play. So you go, eh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a little weird, huh? So then, uh, you, 
And then she's like goes on this like weird kind of like QAnon, or the nose goes on this weird QAnon rant. And again, you're kind of just like, this is weird, but I'll just have her leave after. Yeah, she's tiptoeing around being racist. She's tip- I mean, sorry, the nose is the nose is like you're like I don't know that last statement sounded like the nose really got raised a certain way. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. I was like something. And then you find out that the nose lived down south for a little bit. Yeah, and you go okay, and she's like, yeah, I actually went to school in Alabama, and you're like, ah, oh, I got uh, it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> and then you swab and then you swab but again work the outside but yeah uh i got i i think i touched uh frontal cortex on my swabbings of myself yeah. you get deep dude i get deep i was crying that's uh, that was my uh, this week in did you cry uh update uh once well probably twice because of covid testing and once just because of cute daughter moments okay she hit me with a hug this morning that I shit you not, I stopped and was like, you stop it. You're never going to let daddy go. What did she do that was so cute? She I hit me with a hug. I was just carrying her out to the car and I was like, you ready to go to daycare? And she looked at me, I was like, let me give me a hug. Give me, give me a hug. Blah, blah, blah. And she oh. just, both arms around me and like squeezed, squoze, if you will. Squoze, yeah. And I was like, you never stop. Give it daddy hugs. Oh, God. So, I yeah, hate so when that you was tell this me, morning. So whenever I you up. tell me fulfilling like I'll things. I'll say it was allergies. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't blame you. I would cry like a bitch, dude. I haven't had a but. fulfilling thing happen in my life since the 80s. Yeah. I'm drinking a Coors You light. weren't even born in the 80s yet. Oh, shit. That's a good point. True. What the hell? Well, <laughs> well I, I mean, by default, you you had nothing good happen to you in the 80s. I've had it was nothing, all bad. I, it's been all bad lately, dude. I've just been getting manhandled by life, dude. By life? Nah, I fucking roll. Shut up. <laughs> I'm doing pretty pussy, good. Dude. I'll hug anybody's daughter. You know I'm, who's doing I'll pretty good? I'll tell you what, I've been hugging a lot of people's daughters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they've been crying. <laughs> I have chlamydia. You know who's... Uh, been having some issues is the those boys that can't keep our names out of their mouth oh my god dude i'm sick of the bull look and i'm you know what let me let me center john can i center myself real quick hey you know what center it left patrick ewing dikembe matumbo hakeem abdul kareem (laughs) all centered i'm centered now okay i've centered myself fuck you guys (laughs) i'll kill you both this is to Brendan and Dan. Or whatever. Is it Brandon or Chris? Dandan and Bran. Dandan and Bran. Dickon, Dickon and Bit. Debron? The North Jersey Humble Gents. The North Jersey right? Humble Isn't Gents. North Jersey Decent Guys or yeah, something North like Jersey that. North Jersey Okays. They keep, and look, <laughs> I'll tell you what. For how shitty of people they are, they pick some great ladies. Who get it? Yeah, well, who one, we it? haven't heard back from another spouse. I can those, imagine the other I'm one. I'm sure what it is it is the... So, for the listener, if you don't follow us on Instagram... We had uh, Dennis Kuglin, it was his name, from uh, the North Jersey Decent Guys. It's like Chris, his, his wife Chris? reached out to us. Um, we didn't even, you know, we, we weren't looking for that. No. We're just two guys out here trying to get words on the internet. That's all. And his wife was just like, can I please come on? Sure. To your podcast. Who we would love to have come on. Yes. Um, but then she did go on to their podcast. Yeah. And the only reason I know that, and I'm glad that they yeah. do this. I'm glad they cut uh, promo videos out of like their, I guess it's a show that they film. Let me stop you right there. She was on because, what is this, nine episodes in, dude can't even make the podcast. The, brand, oh, the, brand the little guy, one. The, the little the smaller one. guy can't yeah. even make it to the podcast. Oh, that's They're so nine cute. episodes in. I did hear that he was phoning it in, literally. Unbelievable, dude. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, it's hard when you can't book your co-host. <laughs> That's a problem. We have a tough time getting guests to like commit to dates for us because you know we get guests every True. now and then, but like they can't book each other. It's crazy, but, but it makes sense. I wouldn't. I do love that they cut little promo videos because 
I, I don't think I would ever listen to an episode of right. the podcast. I don't even know. Is it available on the internet? I think they have it on like Quibi. Uh, I think they just mail you a cassette. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> you have to pay for they it have an email list and they send you a cassette. But yeah, so thank God that they put <laughs> videos out there. And the most recent one, uh, Derek Cunningham, what the fuck was it? Is was that his guy's name? name? Whatever it is. His wife, yeah. lovely wife, came on and uh, she backed us. She named she, us the, the best podcast in Camden County. In Camden County. Which, I mean, we knew that. Yeah, but, um, but, but we appreciate it, though. And. And I think he even made a joke about, oh, you're their producer or something. We would love to have a producer. We would adore that. Somebody yeah. to look things up. You know how we're always like, we need something looked up. Yeah. Oh, in the middle yeah. Of the cast. Oh, yeah. You dude. know, we're, we're facts, facts based a facts podcast. based podcast. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, this is a shout out to uh, her. I think her name was Sarah or. Not sure of her name either. Cynthia. Craig. Something. Craig it's the girl. Something. I just love that, that um, Darren. Is it Darren? Uh, are you talking about the bigger one? Darren Cincinnati, yeah. That's him. <laughs> um, Darren Cincinnati. I love that, like, if you look at the... He's basically just, if you if you went online, they always do a thing like, I went online and ordered this, and this is what arrived. Yeah. Like, he's just that for me, I think. Yeah. Like, you went online, you're like, let me get some John Montag, which people try. True. They type in Amazon all the time, I get notices. True. And then you get sent, like, an off-brand other pale Irish-looking yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's him. I 100% I agree. And, and the I, other one, I don't think he can ride rides at carnivals this summer. He of height does not have a driver's license because he killed three people drug <laughs> the, <kid, that's>, uh, <laughs> uh The funniest part of this is they, we only see, they say that because we're not listening. I'm not listening to your fucking podcast. No, and we only see it because they Listener, post a video. Our, to our listeners, please go listen to it. Like, no, yeah. No, get their listens up and report back to us. Yeah. You guys are our. Our feet on the street, our ears with tears. I don't know. Um, I, I know the name. I've heard the name. I think it's South Jersey Bad Boys, so check that one out. But I, yeah. don't, I think it is probably North Jersey Decent Guys. You can probably find them in the comments on our post. That's probably the best way to find them because they are obsessed with us. You can find them either in the comments in the post or you can find Brendan in the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Uh, one of those two Actually, things. you can't find him because he's so tiny. You know how they always say there's a needle in the, the ball pit? Like, you got to be careful. Brendan is the needle. Yeah. Because he, you know you know he will puncture your kid. That old adage, there's a needle in the ball pit. <laughs> yeah, you know how I get, dude. You know how I get. No. But uh, it is funny. The funniest part is they will never listen to this. Like, we're just talking shit into them. No, about... they, they actively listen. You think so? That, that guy... Um... Delante oh diesel crest diesel crest yeah uh he sent us a or he posted a clip of him listening to us whilst driving i'm amazed the guy's got a car he has a car yeah Uh, you know what it might not have been his after what happened yeah holy shit that's insane that's evidence yeah wow (laughs) that's (laughs) (laughs) listen i that family will never get to see their grandparents again they'll never have closure they will never have closure and this guy's just out there willy-nilly starting a goddamn podcast with his wife and small friend I want to like, and this concludes the <laughs> the, way- the, the podcast beef segment. Mm-hmm. We're just about segments today. What are the segments you got? Speaking of beef, I had to watch. <laughs> Dude, hey Matt, real quick, real what quick. up? When I ask you what segment you had, uh-huh. come up with a fucking segment. Got it. All right, so wait, back to it. Last night I watched my friends eat Taco Bell. <laughs> Bro, watching people eat Taco Bell is the you saddest didn't eat thing. it. I did not. When, this is the last time you ate Taco Bell when you and I went through the Taco Bell drive-thru? And I got one taco and a Diet Baja Blast. And you went, you're a fucking 
Word. The fact that they make a Diet Baja Blast for me still amazes me. They you pulled they, up, and you're like, let me get the people's. They were saying, yeah, look at the people's special. They're like, oh shit, fire so, up an MP. So you want one taco with beef and lettuce and a Diet Baja Blast? And I went, put it in the bag, bitch. Actually, don't put the drink in the bag. That would be very inconvenient. You know how I talk to fast food. I go, put it in the bag, you low earning bitch. She goes, Jesus fucking Sir, you're screaming at a self checkout computer. Shut up before I piss my pants. She goes, Why? What would you even. Why that? And I went, Pissing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's her fault. Um, but, uh, dude, look, if you, if like you get, you know, we drank a little bit last night and then, uh, if you're all hanging out and one person abstains from the Taco Bell experience, when you remove yourself from that and you watch people eat it, it is sad. Like it's hard. It's like loud. It's an audible food to eat. A lot of like, yeah. Well, crunch is in ninety percent of the name of True. the food on their menu. Like, True. Yeah. The marketing there, they're like, all right, how can we get more people buying these soft tacos? Yeah. Let's just say they're crunchy soft tacos. They're crunchy soft tacos. <laughs> Doesn't that Christ. kind of contradict itself? It's like they don't listen. They're eating a fucking Taco Bell. Isn't they don't it understand funny, dude, that there's like a marketing guy who actually had to come up with that. I and, would love to have a marketing job for Taco Bell. But you think you would, but then like that's somebody's wife is at home, like the kids never see you, hon, and he's like, I'm thinking about things to crunch. Babe. You know I'm crunchinizing in the Crunching. backyard. <laughs> Speaking of crunch, not to divert too much from the T Bell experience, I'm no, trying we're good a new at thing. On things. I'm trying a new thing. Yeah. I've run it by some associates of mine. Instead of saying have sex or to have sex, I say, and this is fun of me to come up with, oh, they're gonna crunch. Your thoughts. If you see two people and you go you did that show, you saw people on a date, you go, Oh, what yeah. are you guys gonna crunch later? What do you think? <laughs> It's it's the only descriptive word that should never be associated with sex, so it makes it hilarious. Bingo. Because if your sex is crunchy, you're also homeless. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> You've just pissed hardened underwear. <laughs> I would pray that it's just piss that is making the underwear true. Hardened. True. I get to see in in the spirit of not completing thoughts and you know just being on random tangents. Let's go. I got to see in the mecca of homeless. Over the last couple of days, I was in the Bagapple. <laughs> the, the city of shoulders? The Bagapple. Uh, New, York, New York, it, They call it Eastern Chicago. A city so nice, East? they named it twice. New yeah. York, New York. There it is. <laughs> uh, and I assume that that apple is full of worms. See what I did there? <laughs> See what I did there? Um, yeah, that place sucks. Yeah, bro, fuck New York. Fuck New York. Yeah, you Hard. fucking dorks. Fuck New York. I was staying around uh, Midtown Manhattan. Not cool. True. <laughs> Touristy as fuck. I get it. Look, yeah. I'm a I'm a guy. I'm an out towner. Yeah. I didn't get to pick because my company was like, "You're staying in this fucking place. Don't ask any questions." Fair. True. <clears throat> that was what all the homeless guys said to mm. me. Um, I got to see one guy on the way out who was just punching the shit uh. out of a city trash can. And screaming, I should have never trusted you. Oh, you mean he was Just punching my ex? Punch there it is. Kidding. I hope you listen to this, Matt. I miss, I miss you so much. <laughs> so, this is beautiful. Uh, that was like the nicest homeless guy I saw. Um, I did go, though, I will say, city sucks. Fuck that place. It's terrible. If you could just extract Central Park from there yeah. and put it somewhere else, I would visit there monthly. Central Park. I don't think I've ever actually been to Central Park. I've yeah. just seen it in movies and heard about it a million times. Awesome place. I went there twice while I was there. Apparently a lot of gay sex there, though. 
I think they're used to be. Okay. I think, well, that's what's funny, too, when you're in New York. Everyone's like, see that corner over there? That's where everyone used to get stabbed in the neck. <laughs> you're like, now we moved it three blocks down. Oh, nice. Um, Love what you did with the place. But, yeah, like, Central Park, is, well, there was, I mean, there was, I think there was, like, a jogger that got murdered there. Uh, Wish it was you. Wasn't it the Central Park Five? Like, a lady got, like, raped there, and five kids were accused of it. It might not have been there. It might have been a different part. At once? I don't know. <laughs> Again, we're not a facts-based podcast. We don't have a producer I yet. I mean, that's kind of hot. <laughs> so, I'm kidding. Uh, but I was there at early hours of the morning. It was just me and the and the other fitness enthusiasts, if you will. I was out you there running. You were there at 5.30 in the morning? Uh, I got up at 5. I got there by 6. Oh, dude. Sometimes yeah. you tell me stuff, man. Yeah, I, I do. I just want to put my so hands things. on you, dude. I can't wait till you're 36 I just want to put it. my damn hands on you sometimes, I, I'm, dude. I think I'm an early morning guy now. It's great. Oh! It's great. I woke up at 12.30 today. Yeah, we know. (laughs) (laughs) I rule, dude. We know. Yeah, sorry. I Um, rule. I'm an on-the-road early guy Mm -hmm. because I don't got any responsibilities on the road. It's just like wake up and hit the streets, baby. Yeah, furious. So I'm out there running. Um, The first day, I just did a loop around the outer perimeter of the park, you know, just getting acclimated. Yeah, just getting The second time I went, I was like, you know what? I'm Mm going to get lost. What the hell? I'm going to wander lust. Is that what that means? I don't know. I ran into some pretty cool shit. I will say, like, New York is is cool because it is the only place oh, where you'll backtracking. see... backtracking. You'll get... No, the, the place sucks. <laughs> the experience is cool. Okay. If you If you step back, because like, it's the only place where you're going to see that homeless guy punching a trash can. Yeah. And then a potential millionaire walking right next to him. True. Like, it is the melting pot of a million different types of people. Yeah. And in the park, so the second day, I was running around getting lost, as I do. Love that, dude. Uh, I ran through this, like beautiful little cross section of two running paths walking paths we're gonna call them and there's just a dude out there with like i want to call it like irish drinking music almost like blaring on a boombox that rules and i was like what and this is at like six in the morning seven in the morning what the fuck's this guy doing yeah and he's just kicking a soccer ball around and i was like he was kicking it with somebody else i was like oh these two guys just showed up in the park and they're like let's go kick a soccer ball back and forth yeah the other guy just walks away then i realized that guy just posts up there and he just has a day, and he kicks the ball to people, yeah. and has them kick it back to him. That fucking rules. It was so awesome, and then I just nervously waited for him to kick the ball oh, to me. Oh, bitch. I was like, if I swing and miss on this thing, I have to murder this guy. Uh-huh. I have to go up to him and be like, oh my god, thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry I ruined you your swab life. his nose, if you know what I'm saying. So, <clears throat> I stopped. He kicked it to me. I did a little... Over an auto move, I hate to say, a little nutmeg maybe. I hate, yeah, but it's the truth soccer the terms, it don't make sense. Sure, dude, Ronaldo kicked the it back one. to him, and he just pointed at me, and gave me a thumbs up. I was like, that guy's all right. Oh and my then God, dude. I was standing there like changing a play, a playlist or a podcast or something to continue my run. Yeah, and he kicked it back again. I was like, I gotta step it up here. It's funny if it like lasts too long, and then you're kind of like, all right, I do have to get out of here. So yeah, he keeps doing it. <laughs> he just screams like, at me, right, give me my ball back. <laughs> or I just turn around and boot it into the fucking. I think you have to call him the N word. What if I just stole his? ball and ran. <laughs> that That's has to have happened yeah so he kicked it to me a second time and i was like you gotta do better this time yeah so i did i juggled it a few times i i'm not you can't juggle dude i'm all right with a soccer ball huh? all my friends growing up were soccer players <laughs> so i always had to like pretend like yeah, i was good makes, at it that makes sense yeah it checks out yeah. uh so i you know by juggling, I mean I kicked it off of one toe in the air a few times uh-huh. and then i let it take like one big bounce off the ground and i went to like Kind of give it a little sidekick, if you will. Yeah. And it went straight into the air. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and he just Johnny laughed boy. at me, and I just gave him, like, the settle down thing. And then I booted one oh, <laughs> right past him to another guy. 
And he kind of gave me a look like, ah, you tricked me. I was like, that's what I was going for. Wow. And then I just ran off in the other direction. Wow, so you established a relationship with it was this gentleman. Great. Yeah, I ran around the fountain that I think might have been from Friends. I don't know. I've never watched Friends a day in my no, life. No, there's no reason to. I don't to. plan to start. There's no reason to. It's not good. It's I probably not- have seen all of the episodes, and it's not good. Uh, you should not have seen them. You should unsee them. No, I. so I came up in an era where you had to. It was on the test. It was on the white suburban test. They're like, quick, what did Chandler say last night on Friends? Or, well, you're not allowed in this gang. <laughs> well, look, dude. That, <laughs> that was how you got into gangs back in my day. Yeah. They're yeah, like, so quick, hey? what happened to Jerry on last night's Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> I did think that I went past the uh, Seinfeld diner 43 different times. Turns out all the diners in New York just look like the Seinfeld diner. Oh, is it the diner. same diner that they go in? I don't know. Time? I mean, it's just an exterior watch. shot, but... Every, well, and I'm half paying attention as I'm walking around the city, so I'm like, oh, there's a Seinfeld diner. And then three blocks later, I'm like, yeah. no way, the Seinfeld diner again. <laughs> what do we think? Jerry Seinfeld, the most overrated comedian of all time? Oh, no, he's one of I love Jerry Seinfeld. What the? You yeah. like his show or you like the stand up? Well, no, I mean, the, ah. I like his stand up. Ah. You don't like his stand up? I don't think it's like best ever. For its time, if compared you put, to what else put, was out there at the time that Seinfeld was crushing, so 90s. But if you put but if you put Louis, Dave Chappelle, and Seinfeld on the lineup, and you said you all do fifteen minutes, nobody's well, ever a, heard of you before, I guarantee Jerry's like people are like, who the fuck is this guy? It's different though. I don't know. I it's hacky. Like that's what it. Oh it's, yeah. It's I mean at the time. It's, but if like I I'd like to think that if you want to hear his more recent bits. What, what, do you have a book of them there? Yeah, but if you think he's hacky, then you think Mark Norman's a hack. Like Some of Norman's jokes I listen to, and I go, those would never work if, like, in a, if he didn't have an audience. Right, but that's the reason you establish an audience. True. Think right. about that. Think about how great it would be to write jokes and not have to worry, is the crowd going to like this? They're just hanging on your every word. Well, that's what Norman said, that Louis told him, like, oh, I would love to be where you're at, where you're earning a laugh, and this and that, and, like, now everybody just laughs at everything I say now. It's like, fuck Yeah, me. I mean, it's it's a tough thing to complain about, too, though. You're like, you could have done this, just you shouldn't have did so good. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of shit annoys me, though, where they but get no, like, I'll the say, art thing. I can't think of an exact example, except, like, Mark Norman, but it's like, Seinfeld's one of those people, if there was no Seinfeld, there's no this. If, like, if there's no Seinfeld, would stand-up comedy have been as big as it is today? No, that's true. Because he introduced literally, like, a lot of people probably didn't know comedy clubs existed around the country yeah. before Seinfeld the show. Because yeah. think about, like, in the Midwest or, like, in Kansas. Yeah, there's no fucking comedy club. True. And this show opens up every week with a guy standing in front of a brick wall, and it closes with him standing in front of a brick wall, finishing a yeah, joke. Yeah, true. It inspired the So, Louis like, it definitely too. had to have given... It's the same reason, like, when people want to shit on... Like Joe Rogan, there's not as many people in comedy right now if Joe Rogan didn't exist. Because that was how I found out about how you That's got into stand-up yeah, comedy. true. Because before listening to Rogan's podcast, I just assumed it was like, you got an agent and they put you in clubs. I didn't know that there was a whole journey through open mics and stuff. Yeah, true. So that opened my eyes to it. And whether you like him or not, it's something that, you know... So back to the original question... I, for me, do... St- and now, it also might be a nostalgic thing, too. Like, my dad and I would always watch Seinfeld the show and then all of his specials together. So, like, that's, oh, that's ingrained nice. in me, too. So, it's the same thing. Like, it's, I always wonder that, too. Like, do I even like Philadelphia sports? Or was it just because my uncles and my dad, it was my bonding with them when I was little? And now yeah. it's just ingrained in me. No, certainly don't like Philadelphia sports. They're the worst. I wish I didn't. It's a the lot worst of thing times, that's ever happened to me. A lot of times I wish I didn't. Being a Sixers fan is genuinely, I'm not exaggerating, probably like one of the worst things that's ever happened. And it's so funny because it was, I was listening to uh, Reggie Conquest from New York, the comic from New York, was uh-huh. just on the bonfire. 
And he was talking about how he grew up a Cowboys fan. And the only reason he, he grew up in Philadelphia, the only reason he was a Cowboys fan was literally to just poke at his dad and piss him off. Yeah. And then when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, he was kind of like, I mean, I guess I kind of like the Eagles. Yeah. And it sucks. It's like, cause, yeah, you have the freedom to do Like, you made a decision when you were six to like the Cowboys. Yeah. And you have to stick with that for the rest of your fucking life. But that's why it sucks. Like, the, the whole yeah. root of, being, of fandom is, like, experiencing genuine, the most upsetting moments of your life. Right. Eventually, when they do do it, like, it kind of sucks because I really am just a Sixers fan. You're also fan. sitting here with a Oakland A's hat on. hat, my and voice, can my you athletics. Name, can you name five Oakland Athletics in the history of the organization? Benny... The guy from the guy Benny, the Jet Rodriguez. Um, he played for the Dodgers. Cool, you're over one. Uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, yes, was in the film. Yes, was in the film. Uh, the film. You couldn't even say Moneyball. All right, the film Money, which I liked and teared up at. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, but no, I fucking it sucks because like I don't really care about the Eagles that much. Yeah, and I certainly don't care about the Phillies or Flyers. So I all my investment is in the Sixers, which is just like I, I think I started really caring when I was like maybe thirteen. Yeah. And I just got obsessive about it. Right. And boy golly gosh, does that fucking suck every year. Yeah, like if you think about it, if you're given the option to literally choose any team you want, you think you would choose the teams that have the greatest track rest record yeah. historically. Like you but those—that's a shallow way to enjoy. I get it. it. I, get I like it. the Sixers because when I started watching them, is when the whole process thing started. So they were purposely being bad, and I was kind of like, "Damn, oh, the process has been going on that long." No, it hasn't been going that long. It started when I was like <laughs> sixteen or seventeen. I was like seventeen. I watched the Iguodala, Lou Williams. T- you wouldn't. You might not. Wait, no, I know. I, I mean, I followed the Sixers. My I know. I know. Life. Sorry, but they're like forgettable teams. It was yeah, like so. Lewis Iguodala, he's out there. I, like Evan Turner was the most important per- person in and my life. And that was the beginning of the for process. Like three years. No, what they did is they the process started when they hired Sam Hankey. Right. And then Sam Hankey came in. Hankey, and he was him. like, he basically said, the league says that if you lose, you get rewarded for it by getting the best chances right. at the number one overall pick. That's the market inefficiency. He was like a hedge fund guy. Yeah. So he went, why don't we just be the worst team and have the best odds? And they were like, oh shit, true. And then everybody was like, oh, it's immoral, this and that. But then you watch teams that are like trying to be good that suck. And you're like, well, that's good. I was like, really? Is that good? The Sacramento Kings are good. Because they <laughs> fail to be good every year, even though they're trying. Like, what are we doing? Right. And then he gets ousted. They bring in Jerry Colangelo. There's a whole thing where they bring in Jerry Colangelo's son, Brian Colangelo. I don't know if you know this. This was a whole con- – so they brought in Brian Colangelo when the Sixers started to be kind of good. They had Joel. He was healthy again. And they get, like – they signed J.J. Redick. Ben Simmons has his first year. After that, they find burner Twitter accounts of people I shitting hear on, about this. Yeah. like, Joel and, like – talking shit about when they had to trade Jaleel Okafor and like he's dis- he's disclosing like why a trade didn't happen and it was because of a medical reason so it's right. a HIPAA violation like all this crazy shit also he blur he bleeped out the word butt in a tweet which is pretty funny and the funniest one How is do you that bleep out a butt he just wrote like the B fucking asterisk, asterisk, hashtag asterisk. yeah yeah and then uh the funniest one was that in order to cover his his alias he said that he was in a order gay- to cover his Asterix, 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 Cover, at that's sign, exactly right. pound sign. <laughs> he said that he was a gay parking attendant. <laughs> so it's which it's, historically parking attendants are the least gay people you're yeah. ever going to meet. So it wasn't Brian. It definitely wasn't Brian Colangelo. It gay was either, It's so funny, dude. It's incredible. Because then you can't come at him because he'd be like, "You're attacking a gay man. You're also attacking a low end blue collar worker yes. out there trying to earn a living in the cold." Yeah, and he was saying stuff like, "I would trade Joel Ben's who we build around all the stuff." So it definitely it was definitely either Jerry or Brian's wife 
kind of confirmed. So yes. then he gets ousted. They drafted a guy, Markel Fultz, who forgot how to shoot. <laughs> he forgot how to shoot. It's literally one of the three things you know how to do in basketball. It's not even a thing that you Dribble get pass, the option shoot. of. It's the only thing things fundamentally you have to do in basketball. <laughs> he, they, and then they fucking, he goes, and then they if trade you ask for me, half the league forgot how to dribble. Hey, right? come on, brother. All that damn palming. Why don't you guys play the game right? <laughs> no, just the flat-out traveling. I've been watching a bunch of the yeah, it's a lot. just montages of guys walking up the court with the ball in their hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about fundamentals. You love fundamentals. As a guy who a coach once said when he was going around naming all the great attributes of the team, he said, John, you set a good screen. Yeah. And that was it. That's huge. That's, <laughs> That's huge. all he could say about <laughs> Freshman basketball. Shout kids out a, Coach Clohawker. Kids a, hey, Clohawker, have a different name. <laughs> He's got to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me finish this timeline because I've never, I can't believe I haven't, I'm just going to say. Yeah. And they trade for Jimmy Butler. Right. They go to game seven against the fucking Toronto Raptors and have the most painful loss in genuine sports history. Yeah. They're, I mean, it's a meme. The finish. It's horrific. Yeah. And then they... By the way, this is already after Joel has missed his first two years from getting hurt consecutively. Yeah. And they drafted Nerlens Noel and Jaleel Okafor, both flamed out of the league. Then... Great name, though. Nerlens. Nerlens Noel. Killer name. <laughs> Nerlens just sounds like when you're drunk and they're like, yeah, we're, we're down here in Nerlens on Bourbon Street. <laughs> Nerlens Noel, fun fact, rented a condo in Atlantic City and... Uh, Got sued for it because there everything was destroyed and there was shit on the walls, literal fecal matter on <laughs> the walls. He all over. He all over. <laughs> and then they fucking lose. Then they let Jimmy walk, and then they sign the most hated player in Sixers history, which is Al Horford, because they fucking he killed us when they lost in five games of the Celtics in 2018. But <laughs> he did. The Joel couldn't cover. Giggling whatever you were doing with your fingers <laughs> right there. <laughs> and then they sign Al Horford. They trade for Josh Richardson. They do a sign and trade for Jimmy to get Josh Richardson. Then that season is the worst season ever. COVID begins. They get swept by the fucking Celtics. Then the next season happens, and they're the best team in the East. And then they lose in seven games to the Hawks, who suck balls. And then Ben Simmons goes, I'm done playing basketball for this team. And then sits out an entire year, and then they trade for James Harden. By the way, they got Daryl Morey in the meantime, who is like Sam Hinkie's older brother. They trade for James Harden, who Daryl Morey has already traded for. And then they bring in James Harden, and now he sucks balls and cock. Balls and, and cock. Here we are, the yeah. Sixers experience. Yeah. Bam. And, and for the listener that decided to hit the fast forward button, <laughs> when nobody Matt enjoyed the Sixers. That. <laughs> nobody enjoyed that. Also, for the listener that sat through it and was just taking uh, notes on Matt just using first name basis for most of the players. <laughs> if you want to go back on your uh, Matt Seventy Sixers bingo, that was Jimmy Butler. Was yeah, Jimmy? That's right. That's exactly <laughs> uh, right. Al was Al Horford. Al Horford, that's right. <laughs> I had to get it out. I know my. No, it's. Not, I mean, I could. I could essentially do the same thing for my relationship of loving the Phillies my whole life. Like, it's been an up and down, shitty thing, where we almost have it figured out, and then we get rid of people. Or yeah. like now, granted, in that time there is a World Series in '08. That's got to be. So, what does that feel like? Has, how incredible is that? I mean, it was great, especially because so what were I you, was like, born in '86. Uh, they lost in 93. So mm-hmm. I was six years old when they lost in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Joe Carter. I'll still punch you in the tum-tum if I ever meet you. Agreed. Um, so they lost in 93, and that was like, I was six years old, so I, that was when I was like, I understood baseball. I was playing it. I was becoming obsessed with uh-huh. it. So they lost in 93. They brought it back. Or they were terrible through the end of the 90s. Like, you were talking about having to sit through, like, terrible Sixers teams. I had to sit through... Doug Glanville years, where Doug Glanville was our number one player on our team. He wouldn't have started on most of the teams in the league, in in pro baseball. Right. So uh, then they brought it back. They did in baseball though. It's like you can. 
basketball is the same way too. Like you can build a championship team, but odds are they're not going to be together the next year. Like it's throughout history. There's a million, like the Marlins did it. They won a world series. And then three days later, they were a completely different team. Like contracts were only till the end of that world series or they, I mean, it's a smart business move. You build up your product and then you sell it off. The Phillies build up your product, sell it off. So if you're a businessman, very smart. The Marlins did that. So the Sixers, sorry, Sixers, the Phillies had that happen too. Because mm-hmm. they made it, I don't know if you remember, after 08, they made it back to the World Series right? the next year. 09, the they Yankees? lost to the Yankees. Okay, yeah. But they were a complete, if you put the team side by side, they performed as a completely different team. They still had some of the same players, but yeah. were missing major parts. Major parts that basically, maybe they could have, they could have gone a two-year run if they held on to everybody. Uh-huh. But then you look at like, all right, well, they got rid of XYZ players that made cap space to bring in younger guys, which eventually got us Bryce Harper. Then there was the promise of, well, now Bryce Harper's here. We can build a team around him. We yeah. have young pitching, brought in JT Romuto, who's like one of the best catchers in baseball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is. And on paper, like the team this year should be incredible, but they're up and down. That's what sucks about baseball, too. You can be one of the best teams in the league, and then two weeks later, you're terrible. There's yeah. so many games. I mean, it literally goes What's through... What's it, 129? I don't even remember the number now. I should know it's that. It's fucking crazy. Because they shifted it. But, I mean, it literally is played through three different seasons. Uh-huh. It started essentially at the beginning, even before spring. It goes through the summer, and then it ends at the very end of fall. Yeah. Like, there are World Series games that have been played when it's snowing. So... That's the one thing that... I'm not a big baseball guy, but I yeah. do enjoy that it's the one sport that, like, you can, like... Attach it to like, oh, it's September. It's like right. sixty degrees out. Throwing a hoodie. Let's go to the game. Well, because it's an, any outdoor sport. Like you can't, you can never attach an indoor sport to the season because you're inside. True. Like you're a, a basketball game isn't affected by snow. I'm just saying, but it's so long. Like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. obviously, like the Eagles start in like August, September. So like, right. it's kind of warm, but it's not. Crazy. The NFL season's so quick though. Really, yeah. when you get down to it. Um, but baseball is great too because I, I do this now. Like I'm in and out of the season. Like I'm charged up at the beginning of the season. We win a few games. I'm watching. I'm going to games. And then it's almost like May and June for me because there's so much other stuff going on. Yeah. Even like when I was younger, the school's ending. I'm playing. I was playing baseball. Summer's starting. Then like late June, July, I'll get back into the Phillies again. Yeah. And then if they're good, I'll ride out the rest of the season. But if they're bad, I'm just like in and out. And you kind of can be. Yeah. Whereas like, I don't know, basketball... I mean, you're you're devoted fans. So you're gonna watch every game. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been at mics and shows with you where you're just glued to the TV in the back of the yeah. Bar. I'm an insane like, person. <laughs> you're, not, you're insane. <laughs> but like baseball, you can miss a game and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I haven't watched a game in two weeks. I'll probably watch one this weekend. Right. Like, they're know. just always on. That's the thing yeah. that's always shocked me. Is like day. That is what's great too. Is because MLB has so many day games that like if you're, I mean, especially now working from home, if you turn on MLB Network or anything, there's there's at least four games being played in the afternoon. So that's what's nice, too. You can work while you're watching baseball. Have you ever, <laughs> like, sat with nothing? Else? Like, if I'm watching a basketball game, I'm sitting and I'm just watching the game. I can't imagine, like, sitting down and, like, watching a Phillies game. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's different for me because I played baseball. Like, I can, if, if I go to a baseball game. But it's so much dead air, it feels like. It is, but there's, it's, baseball's that weird thing where there's so much stuff going on when there's nothing going on, that unless you played the game, you aren't going to recognize it. Like, sure. I'm obsessed with anything involved. I was a catcher my whole life, played in college, yeah, played a little bit after college. Brother. 
Hey. Hey. Listen, Matt. What the hell? None of that garbage here. That malarkey will not fly here. Back to the podcast. I'm not gay. Anyway. (laughs) You're a gay parking attendant. Anyway. Anyway, I'm a gay parking attendant. I have many burner accounts. But, like, I love watching shit that catchers are doing in between pitches. Now, most of the time, like, in between pitches, when someone's like, oh, let me take a bite of my sandwich. Let me look over here. Let me talk to us. Like, I almost love the in-between shit. That's why I love going to games in person. Yeah. Because you can see, like, all right, shortstop shifting over because he knows that in a 2-2 count, this guy will shorten up his swing and try to hit a ball up the middle. Yeah. Or, like, first baseman isn't covering with this guy on first because statistically he doesn't steal second a lot or in this situation. So there's a lot of, like, little things like that yeah. that go into baseball. Pitch selection is a whole nother fucking realm of its own. Like, yeah, that's, I know so little about it that I'm, like... And there's a lot of people that it. even, like, play... Like, I know a lot of my friends... So because I was a catcher, like, I had no stuff about, like, pitch selections, uh, you know... Runner indicate like runners on second base, like looking for any type of indication that he might steal third, yeah, or trying to hide signs from him. I had friends that were incredible baseball players that were just outfielders their whole life, yeah, that never gave a shit about any of that stuff because they didn't have to, right? Until like they got to college, there you start to get more like ingrained in like the scouting reports yeah. and like all that stuff. But usually, like in high school, my friend was just a great center fielder and he knew if the ball was in the air, he could get to it because he was fast, right? So, like, it is different. There are Something I'd say middle infielders and catchers have to know the most about baseball. I would have thought it'd be pitchers. See, baseball the pitchers probably have to know the least, but when it comes to pitching, that's a whole nother thing. So it's like you could break it down to like just the grip on each pitch, yeah, or you know, the strategy of guy on first. I need to get him to shorten his lead by a half a step. Who's on first? Well, no, who's on who's on first, what's on second. Okay. I don't know who's on third. I, I used to know that. I had that whole thing memorized. Was <laughs> That's how much of a baseball nerd I was. Like, I went to the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. I got a shirt with that entire Abbott and Costello, who's on first thing, written out on the back of it. Yeah. My dad had a cassette tape that, like, he and I, like, going to baseball games would listen to Abbott and Costello's who's on first thing. So that's probably, like, the first comedy thing I got obsessed with. Now oh, I think about boy. it. I actually thought, I'm going to go get a tattoo that says who's on first on my belly. Like, a <laughs> fucking, yeah, I mean, I would never get anything from a sport <laughs> tattooed on my Look, body. dude, I made a mistake, and I might be getting another one on my thigh <laughs> soon. What the hell? A uh, sports-related one? Yeah, I was going to get just riffing on my thigh. Kind of fun. What's just riffing? Well, it's just well, first of all, it's for stand up. I do oh, a lot for stand up. I thought you were for sports. Well, it's both. It's just riffing because I do a lot of crowd working. Yeah, and also just in life, you're just kind of whatever, just fucking hanging out. And then also, Daryl Morey made a couple good trades for the Sixers after a draft. Oh, he did say and that. They were I'm like, just what, "What's going on?" And he's like, "Just riffing, baby." <sighs> it's on, it's on the it's betwixt and between. I get it real small on right on my thigh, thigh, on my creamy yeah. thigh. The one thing that is never exposed in stand up comedy. Nah, dude, if you catch me thigh. on the you catch me on the beach, pasty are you gonna white, be a shorts comic now? I'm gonna be sure it's coming, bro. I fucking one time I you was in pants, Delmar. but then your one pant leg is just cut up. In the <laughs> yeah, I have a full long one. Or no, you could LL just cool get Jay. you could get jeans with a rip that is strategically ripped where your tattoo is. True. I feel like a lot of dumb girls. By the way, have that, that short now. one from the uh, the podcast we talked about earlier, the little guy, the little who bought like what a, is his name? Fuck. Joel. Joel. No, no, isn't he? He's he's Soul Joel's nephew, right? It's something That's like why that. he was doing all the stuff for him for soldier. Yeah, it was like, like a favor that. that Joel was like, "All right, I told your parents." I was yeah, like, "Yeah, that's it." Okay, yeah, that's it. Sorry, 
<laughs> saw, saw a picture of him wearing ripped jeans, and I saw it too. Didn't like it. <laughs> I messaged Rob Stanton was like, "Tell Brandon I'm kicking his fucking ass for those jeans." And then as I pulled in the other day, I saw the little guy uh, as he was walking his dog, and I was like, "Yo, fuck those jeans." And he's like, "I took a chance, <laughs> dude. That is, that's the worst." So I've had. I took a chance moment so many times, clothing-wise. Yeah. I took a chance on wearing a periwinkle purple shirt, and as soon as I walked in here, you were like, what the fuck is that on true, you? True, true. This, this is the summer of perp. Summer of perp. Summer of purple. Summer of lean. Purple and uh, mint green, which I think there's actually... Future just dropped an there's album. There's mint green on the back of, of this. True. Really? Yeah. Wait, what? Are you kidding me? I, I had no idea you that was a thing. You know the Fuge just dropped an album, dude? Puffin' See, on Zooties, Wait For You with Drake Is and it really Thames? called Summer of Perp? No, it's called I Never Liked You. Oh. <laughs> it's the most annoying <laughs> That's thing. That's just what I say in the mirror every time. I it's so up. funny to like have followed these guys. When I was like 16, they're like my age now, and like the I, the album's called like I Never Liked You, and it's like, yeah, fuck that. Now that they're like 34, they're you're like, doing it. well... You're gotta be a. You're old, you know. Yeah, you're. You should change your album name to just getting groceries because that's <laughs> what you're doing most of the time when you're not rapping. Seeing the doctor more often. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I gotta get more sleep. That's what you're like, That's the name of your album. <laughs> early bedtime. Damn. There's my new album because I'm an early morning guy now. Yeah. Early bedtime. Yeah. I still the, hate the that. The first Montag special. It's still. I still hate that so firmly. Though, dude. How good is it if my my uh, if if and when I record a comedy album? It's called Early Bedtime. And in an hour set, literally at minute 26, I'm like, all right, guys, I got to get out of here. I got an early bedtime. I, I just bed. leave the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that at Philly's Funniest this year. If I'm just bombing, just be like, all right, guys, I got an early bedtime. That's been three minutes. <laughs> they started a Philly's Funniest uh, betting pool on Facebook. Really? Which is a bad idea. Yeah, terrible. I think it's like Jesse Dram's running it. Terrible. And, uh, what are my odds? <laughs> and he's a sweet boy, and I get that he's doing is it for he fun. Is he assigning the odds? They don't. They're not doing odds. They just like everybody. Here's the lineup. Vote who you like. Just put who you think's gonna win. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like everyone just picking themselves. Like no, 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 no. It's all. It's like and people are like into it a little bit. My first night of Philly's funniest. I only know two names on the list. Mine, I know a lot, and that sucks. My yeah. night's pretty stacked up. But that worries me with me not knowing. I, it either means it's so it's like uh, myself. I know me. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Tyler Rothrock's on there. Oh, shit, I'm forgetting. There's like two other people I maybe know names. There's 14 people on the list. Yeah, there's ones that you so look at and you're like, they're moving on. There's 10 to 11 to 12 that I don't know. And yeah. that either means that they're new or they're out of towners I've never heard. That's what scares me if it's yeah. potential, like a good out of towner. No, yeah, well, I wish it was that, but I have, con- I already have confirmed. I have like Shaylin, Matt Himes, uh, Brandon Mitchell. Jim Daly, like it's all funny ass. It's Damn, gonna so be you're a, just gonna have to come watch me in the second t- round. Yeah, I'm gonna just have to Two watch Philly's the second round again. Around. Dude. It's gonna suck, bro. <laughs> I just gotta bring all of my family and friends. I still don't know if that works or not. I don't think it does. I second round last year, I had like 26 people in the crowd. This showed is up. fucking horse manure. <laughs> Helium, if you're listening to this, let me move I on. Want, I want to please, or at least book me to move post. on. <laughs> I might bring a girl to this show, and if she sees me not move on, she's not going to even kiss me. It's a problem. <laughs> Somehow our wires got crossed. Damn, you, might bring a, you might bring a sweet date no to way. watch you do Maybe. four to five minutes of comedy. I got three and a half. Tight as shit, dude. <laughs> I got three and a half. That's what sucks now. So I'm, I'm torn right now, because... So my... What's well, the second round? Well, you weren't there, but I, I know it was... <laughs> The second round was seven minutes, I think. So, like, my seven minutes in the second round is now intermittently still in my 15-minute chunk that I do yeah. at shows. And it's just, I don't, like, do I keep doing those same jokes? I mean, I have enough new shit where I can, I can do all new shit in the first round and I think be okay. 
Um, but it's like it's, I wouldn't. I know, but because you have shit that like will really fucking yeah. Well, I think it's literally just for me. I'm looking at it like I don't want to tape. I don't want three tapes of three separate years where I'm kind of doing the same jokes. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I get that, but so that's, that's what you joke writers get. Although you've always been fucking writing, yeah, old man, yeah. <laughs> oh wait, we we skipped over. Oh, Let's not get off tangent of when you have the I took a chance moment on clothing. Yeah. Do you have any? I, I'll think of. Do you Bro, have any? Good, everything I do. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah, but you like you confidently own it like a dickhead. Yep. Which but, that's how it is. But before, it's the same shit with stand-up. You had like, to have had that back, and you didn't have that your whole life. I. Uh, you think so? I took a lapse. Oh, in life's the just been that easy. I used to skateboard, and I used to go, "Fuck it, I'll wear purple shoes," and that's just what it's gonna be. And then in high school, I was like, "I can only wear sweatpants and hoodies, or people will call me a fag." So I had to like really kind of bring it in. And then I was like, "Fuck that, dude! My ankles are." Out, baby. My ankles are out. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, it's like the same thing with stand-up. Like, you can't bomb if you're not being well, now insecure it's about it. Now, because you are known as the guy whose ankles are always out, they <laughs> can't not be out now. Because yeah. I multiple times have seen you go into a show where your ankles aren't out, and people have asked me, like, what's up? Why is Matt covering his ankles <laughs> okay? now? It went for the longest time. Some, somebody made fun of you for it, but now it's like your signature. <laughs> like, are you all right, man? I used is to, everything okay at home? When I was, like, earlier in stand-up, I would purposely not dress like how I do because I was yeah. like that's ah, distracting like an asshole and then I was like fuck that dude I'm the exact opposite now I've settled into I realize looking at like the past shows I've done black shirt jeans black shirt jeans and it's, the week. and I hate it but it's so easy it's Especially also now, just what you wear though yeah well I am wearing a purple shirt right now no big deal yeah, you're um, out, you're I, but I remember when I bought this shirt I was like I probably will never wear this on stage one because of sweat sweat will show on this and I you are you boys. a sweaty boy when you just stand out there that's the sound of me on a boat covered in sweat. Um, okay. Is that true now? Yeah, I sweat like crazy. I don't. I don't ever get nervous. It's, it's and all I dominate pit. the stage. It's dude. not a nervous thing. It's just life. It's nerves, dude. It's not, dude. I see you on stage and I go, look it's at that not. quaking bitch. You can't. You what can't say that not having ever been to the second round of Philly. Oh my god, my you talk one. about nerves. <laughs> you want to talk about nerves? They didn't let me move on. They couldn't handle all this business. They said I was a threat. Yeah. Okay. Well, who got on the homegrown showcase and then got no work from it afterwards? <laughs> Anyway, as a guy who's been to the second round of Philly's Funniest <laughs> twice now, uh, no, I do. I just sweat. It's as soon as it's all about dew points. It's not about nerves. Fuck also, you, with your you pointed points, it out many dude. times. I'm not a big AC in the car kind of guy. Oh, I am dude. if if I'm on the way to something. I got a 66 in this bitch right now. I know, and I respect it. Also, <laughs> if and when you become a homeowner, which you probably never will, that might change, or you just have to section out a lot of your income for bills yeah because i got windows open right now at home it's gonna be a fucking sweat box in my damn house dude when, when you home. become but a dad you become your dad like yes. my dad was the same shit where it's like it's open it, a window it's insane it's like bro it's hotter outside yeah and it's then, it's insane so in the winter time it's like 42 degrees it makes in the sense house. when it is it really is when you're i kind of wish like th- this is a strategy it could work couldn't work if your parents made you like two electric bills out of the year pay them when you were little mm-hmm. you would have that instilled in you that you're like fuck we gotta turn these lights out guys like nah. every, I remember my, my roommate in college he would always freak out because I'd come in turn the lights on look for something and like turn them off and he's like you know it's a five cents every time you hit that switch and I was like 
Who fucking hurt you? Also, no, it's not. I know. It's not. That's not how bills are electric Literally, if you left your lights on all day, nonstop, it adds like 12 cents to your electric bill. Right, right. It is the least electric consuming thing you can do. The air conditioning is different. And it's weird, especially when you have a finicky air conditioner. Like ours broke one year, and now I'm always worried that I'm like overdoing it. Like had it on too long. Yeah. I don't know. That was the thing. I get that. If your fucking shit's going (coughs) to shit out. But like for me, bro, I'll throw down. Oh, an apartment. I I had that shit cranked when I lived in an apartment. Dude, I got an icebox where my heart used to be. (laughs) Anyway. Is that the name of your album? (laughs) I got an icebox where my heart used to be. Keep singing it so I can get it. Shit. Dude, people are asking me this all the time now. They're like, will you stop singing? (laughs) No, they don't even mention that. They don't even mention that part. They go, they hear me singing. They go. I gotta be honest. Are you like a college history class? And I go, what the f- what? And they go, I just want to know if you're a college history class. And I go, I don't know. What do you? Why? And they go, well, I just noticed all those notes. And if you loved that joke, you could hear it <laughs> five episodes ago. I think I did it in the first like ten. That you one, I, I love that one. Definitely did it five. And you couldn't think of anything else for notes. <laughs> used to do it to my ex all the time, and that's why she left me. People have been asking me, they're like, do you own a lot of drinking establishments? I was like, what? They're like, do you own multiple drinking establishments? And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, we're just asking if you own multiple drinking establishments because you got bars. Oh, (laughs) wow. What? What the complete hell? What? (laughs) Dude, people keep asking me. Are you sleeping I with... just keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. That's the episode. People people been the asking me... The episode's now called People Keep Asking Me. <laughs> people keep asking me, are you sleeping around? Because mm. you gave me herpes. <sighs> right? <laughs> is, that, is that how this joke format works? <sighs> people have been asking me... Okay. Did you get in a car accident when you were younger? <laughs> like, what? They're like, because you... Seem a little fucked up in the brain. <laughs> Dude, you can tell both of us were just trying to think of something. Sometimes the reality sets in that I'm just sitting in my apartment with some 36 year old dude coming up with shit jokes, and I got a Calvin Cambridge jersey from Like Mike sitting in the background. I don't have things together, dude. Man, humble brag. Yeah, so talk about talk about taking a chance on your six wardrobe. Six jeans at Plato's Closet. By the way, the people at Plato's Closet are starting to get scared. Are jerseys still a summertime thing for fuckboys? I probably well, first of all. <laughs> Fuck men. <laughs> fuck men. <laughs> fuck boys to men. Uh, that's like every fucking shitty roast joke that we've probably both gotten. I have that joke written about you on my phone that I what didn't use. What the hell? There is something like that. Did you mean to tell me that or was that by accident? On purpose. What? On purpose. What? People are like, are you really into light, aquatic life? Yeah. Are you doing this on purpose? Okay. Um, hey, John. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll kill you. Okay. Right? I'll, right. Ki- I'll end your life, right? People are asking me... Will you kill John? Will you kill your podcast co-host and a close friend? Yes. And then I go, I don't know how to record this. Thing. Oh, by the way, we're wearing glasses. I can't tell if this episode's incredible or fucking blows. I you, but we're already at fifty minutes. We did it. It's like, buckle up, listener. Yeah. You're getting another ten to eleven yeah. minutes of nonsense. Yeah, you like that? Um. <laughs> so, uh, what did I do? I did fucking Saturday. I was supposed to. It's this is. I won't say that. Nah, fuck it. I was supposed to do Naeem's show out in Easton. Yeah. And I was excited. Like, it's a great line. It was like Naeem, Brandon Jackson, uh, Marcus LeVar. Like, it was going to be fucking... Like, those guys are going to crush. Yeah. And then I get to just have the easy job of, like, following one of them. And just <laughs> you get the easy there. job of being the white guy on yeah. the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the lineup. Uh, but I will tell you this. When a show's, like, two hours away, 
mm-hmm. two and a half maybe, and you wake up and you're hungover. Look, you know, let's be honest with each other. It's Friday into Saturday. Your boy was boozing. See, uh, and you get that message like, "Hey, show's canceled." There's few better feelings. Oh no! And it was funny because I messaged Naive and I was like, "Oh, thank God, dude, I'm so hungover." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm fucked right now." Too. It is funny too because when it's like one of your boys that was putting it on you can say that but if it's like a booker you gotta be like ah, oh, you know what that's a, I was looking so I was so looking forward to it yeah I guess you know what hey if you ever need me I'm there I know I had the we same were, thing you're like cool I'm gonna sleep the rest of the day I was gonna host for Josh Adam Myers like earlier this was like two years ago so I was like still newish in stand up sorry I'm looking for something no you dropped you dropped something oh you're a fucking piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh shit my bad <laughs> you dropped something that you didn't even get to do <laughs> And uh, I can tell you, I was supposed to open for David Tell. <laughs> no, never you, dude. No, he was, just in my brain. No, he would like my stuff so much more good than oh, yours. Oh, true. No, David Tell would hate both of us so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny to think about your favorite comics wouldn't like. I keep thinking about like Tim Dillon would hate me. You know what I mean? He didn't for the Joe, nine hours he followed that. you on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, that's and then he true. And then he was clear minded all of a sudden. I didn't even look that good in those pictures, but Tim Dillon goes, "I could flip that twink." Yeah, and followed me, gave me a quick follow on the Insta, and I went, "Mr. Dylan, I will suck your dick from the back." <laughs> and he went, "I'm out," and yep. then left. Bye, bye. I'll be in Texas. <laughs> I'll be in te- well, I don't know me. where the guy lives. If you need now. me? I'll be making millions. I saw a New York Post thing that said he's bought a four million dollar spread in Malibu, and he went from like it was like three years ago. He was just a guy doing shows in New York four years ago, probably three or four years ago. He said he wasn't passed at the Comedy Store. Yeah, like what the fuck. I mean, shout out to him. Tim Dillon rules, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. The one rant he went on about Jenny Slate. Did you ever see that? I did. <laughs> Put her in jail. <laughs> he is the epitome, too. If you just lean into your thing 120% and, like, yeah, it, it'll it get people on your side. It's also going to, I mean, granted, it is funny to get to his level. I'm sure Rogan's like this, too, and all the bigger name people, they, they probably, if put face to face with their fans yeah would fucking hate them yeah. so much but then it's like you have to be that person's like mm, but they're the reason I'm a millionaire now true it's like yeah you got to like stomach it well yeah. you got to wonder if those guys like i wonder if like delia's fans are probably genuinely like and i've also had this thought about if i ever do anything but yeah. his fans are like 20 to 25 year old girls like for yeah. the most part, his fan base is largely contingent right. of girls who are like, I don't really like stand up, but like Chris Lee is so funny. Yeah. And like I did that fucking Gary Sharp show, and I was like, I did well. Yeah. And I'm like looking in the audience, and I'm getting like hard laughs from like 25 year old girls, and I'm like, am I just a fucking? <laughs> I had it. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast recently, like last week or the week before. Someone I work with, I was talking about stand up with them, and I forget that like we have this this scope of comedy like and they asked me like who are your top five yeah and i think i put louis like at two or three yeah and the person was like wait ew seriously yeah and i was like yeah he's one of the oh right most of the world still hates him yeah and then i had to like kind of justify i was like no like listen to his shit like it's amazing yeah but it's like all anyone sees is what he did stand-up feels like it's the easiest one to separate art from the person yeah like that's the whole thing they'll talk about like it's it feels like it's something where they can actually you can go, here's jokes he thought of, and then he's a rapist. Like, you can right. watch it. I could watch a Cosby special and still be like, fucking, like, the first one he did when he's in the suit and does the dentist thing. Yeah. One of the best specials of all time, and it remains as so. Yeah. But he's a piece of shit. Right. You know? But Louis, I mean, I never thought Louis was, like, no. particularly I mean, awful. And he handled it exactly how you should. Yeah. 
fucking anyway, out. We're not here to talk about the you know the the perversion. Let me ask you that though. That's a people. fun question. Who's Maybe your top five? Current, so it's weird, like all time or currently, right Both. now. I, I get the same thought. Do, so, do your current, and then, and I mean, like, oh, I want to know your favorite, but I want to know who you think's the best. All right time's now. tough because then, like, I know as soon as I start listing people, I'm gonna think of more, or like an hour from now, I'm gonna be like, ah, fuck, I should have said George Carlin. Like, yeah, Carlin's up there. Just and I'll, so I'll do top five all time. Okay, and I'm gonna go. They're different eras of my life. So George Carlin, I started listening to in like seventh grade. Yeah. I remember it was like right when Napster was like huge. Well, let's just say they're removed. Carlin and Pryor are removed. They're obviously the number one and two. So taking them out. I mean, taking them out all time, I'm going to say top tier all time. Seinfeld is in my top five. Okay. And see, now it's tough. Are we that doing it just for stand up or what they've done? Uh, whatever. Well, you, you, all right. You so I'll say it. Seinfeld. Kyle Kinane. I'm gonna go here. I'll go just off of specials, just off comics that have specials. No, I that want are the full body. Board. I want to hear this your is top, for me. I'm top five favorite. So this is for me. Okay. Uh, top five all time. I got to go. Seinfeld. Kyle Kinane's up there for me. Wow. Because he has some of the best. Spe- I still argue he's got some. We can, I don't want to go too much of a tangent. Yeah. But he's just got a joke about uh, the phrase the work the Lord works in mysterious ways. Uh huh. And the whole punchline is like, you, no one else can say that. And it's like, David, you've been late for work 30 times this year. He's like, David works in mysterious ways. <laughs> that good. joke immediately always sticks in That's my head. That's a killer joke. So I got to say, Seinfeld, Kyle Kinane, uh, fuck, all time, man. This is tough. Uh, Louis is in the top five. I said sure. that. Um no, you didn't say Louis yet. Well, I did earlier. I was yeah. saying David Tell. It's got me in the top five. Yeah. all time. And now I got to think of someone current who is in. So, fuck. Uh, I'll put Big J Okerson in my top five all time. Pretty good. Now, do you want to do your top five all time, or you want me to do my current? Top I would like five? to do your current too. Current top five. Current number one right now, and I'm so excited because I think it comes out this week. Stavros Halkius. That's killing. Dude. Stavros Halkius right now. And he has been one of my favorite comics for the past couple of years. Yeah. He's been doing such a good de- job of like teasing with a lot of clips recently. Yeah. And then he just started teasing clips from the special that comes out this week. Not to divert real quick, but he's yeah. getting a lot of shit on TikTok for posting crowd work. Like there's people who will make TikToks being like any comedian posting crowd work now. And they'll be like, oh, you have a job? And it's like, shut the fuck up. You can never do it. You it's, can never be funny. His crowd work is so fucking good too. Because yeah. I've seen him do the same crowd work in seven different locations and yeah. make seven different jokes. Yeah. So he's just, yeah, he's fine. So Stavros Halkius is number one currently. Shane Gillis, the, the bull, has got to be up there as number two. Uh-huh. Just one, because love him. Two, the special is just unreal. It's the best special of last unreal. year. Not even close. Uh, Mark Norman is up there for me, top five currently. Uh, who else am I going to throw out there? You. No, I'm just kidding. Me. <laughs> uh, damn, top five currently. This is tough. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good stuff. Really, right I now. think I'm, I'm, everything I'm naming is all New York. You're a big Sodi's guy too, huh? Oh yeah, fuck Dan Soder. I'll I'll put I'll say Stavros, Gillis, Soder. I'll even take Mark Norman out of there. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll put Mark Norman back in because I can't think. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just trying to think of like who I listen to on wow, podcasts no that Bert I love. Wow, no, Kreischer in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I still love Burt Kreischer. I think yeah. I love him more as the character yeah. than I do as a stand-up comedian. Yeah, 100%. That's what um, all those L.A. guys are. They're characters. They're not right. comics, really. And who else? 
Uh, I'll put Andrew Santino up there, currently top five. He's got good. I shit. love Andrew Santino. He's got one of my favorite ginger jokes I've ever heard. And he's he's no so that makes it a not all New York top five. Yeah, even though he's pretty much a New York comic living in L.A. Yeah, he's like, like he's his, like Burr. Yeah, like, yeah. He's got a great. My so favorite. yeah, I'll put that as a, ah, damn it. Now I'm getting into thinking about like who I'm loving in podcasts right now, and I've only seen a little bit of his stand up, but New or a Philly guy now New York guy Chris O'Connor. Yeah, from what and. This goes back to Santino because he's been going on the road and featuring with him for like a year plus yeah. now. Santino's calling it. He's like, you, he'll be one of the biggest comics you know in the next five years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if we're going that rabbit hole, then I'm going to also say Nick Mullen. Nick Mullen's fucking hilarious. He's touring again now. Oh my um, God, dude. I watched one of his 15-minute sets at the stand the other day. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude. That joke writing is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, all of his joke writing is incredible. Ridiculous. Listener, listen to Come Town. <laughs> I have not like Great podcast. It's him and Stavro. So it's two. Nick Mullen, I'll put his six yeah. in my top five. So two of my top fives are on Come Town. <laughs> we got a tie of five. A tie and then five. Adam Freeland's on that podcast, too, and he's kind of funny, I guess. I've never seen his stand up I really. <laughs> I have no idea. True, fair. All right. All time. Uh, Actually, all time. All time. All time first. Anton. Uh, all <laughs> he said Aunt Pat. <laughs> Miss Ma- Aunt Aunt Mary Pat, Pat. Who I love. Who is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> Uh, all time, Louie is my number one ever. Okay. Uh, Christ. This is, I forgot, it is hard. <laughs> current is easier than the all time. I even peed and gave you a minute to think. Uh, look, I'm sorry to say it, dude. And you're, nobody's going to like this, but at his peak, Kevin Hart was the best comic on the planet, and it wasn't even close. Yeah. Those first two specials are two of the funniest things I've yeah. ever seen in my entire so life. So he's your top five? He, he sucks Damn, now. I also went all white with my top I know, five. Yeah. <laughs> See, this one sucks, because now I'm... Anyway, sorry. <laughs> he sucks now. He does suck now. But those first two specials, the one in Cleveland, and then he did the other one in like the leather jacket. Yeah. Those are the two of the funniest specials ever. So he he just for those two alone, yeah. He deserves it. Uh Joe List is I think one of the funniest comedians of all time. Joe List kept like lingering when I was naming them yeah. for top five all time and for current. Yeah. The the only thing that kept him out of me putting him in both those lists, it no pun intended. I fell asleep watching his newest special. <laughs> and it wasn't because great. nothing because of him. Yeah. Joe, if you're listening, you had nothing to do with it. Yeah. It was, it was, not it your was fault. just sometimes I get sleepy. Yeah. Uh, so there's three. Who else do we got in there? Fuck, it is hard. It's really hard. Because I don't want to name like these current, like, it's all guys at the peak of their power. I'm like looking at it that way, like when they had their best. Like Louis had probably four, probably his five of the best specials of all yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, so those three. No, who's one of my? While you're thinking, one of my uh, honorable mentions of a guy that's been doing it forever. Now I'm thinking of more and more people, but Ted Alexandro. Did you ever I'm... watch his stuff? So he had yeah. a Comedy Central half hour back in the day when I was in like eighth grade that I would watch every time it came on. He's still in like the cellar every night, murdering. True. Still like in like still touring and just doing it incredibly. He's in there as an and also Rory Scoble is in my top. Oh, true. Yeah, mentions. yeah, 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 for sure. Sorry, I'm gonna, now I'm gonna keep thinking more and more people. Yeah. Uh oh, f- Tosh. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's undeniable, dude. Oh my god. You can almost put him up there as the one where you got to be like, we all love him. Yeah. You can't say him. He just is a fucking. That second special he came out with, one of the best. The 15 minutes of fame joke, is incredible. Yeah. Uh, and then who's my fifth? Ah. Uh, Shit. Gallagher. <laughs> uh, mm, do I really believe this? Say it. We'll see if we can if you can justify it. Probably Mitch Hedberg. He's always one, too, where I think I just love Mitch Hedberg in chunks. 
Like, I don't know the last time I sat down and watched a full set of Mitch Hedberg. I can't Hedberg, imagine. Yeah, just one-liners, really. But it, I've sat down and just watched, like, the montage of, yeah. like, here's his best jokes. Like, so, yeah. That's, that's probably my top five ever, I would say. That feels, that okay. feels pretty good. I feel All pretty right. good about and that. And current? Current, Gillis, uh, Norman, Joe List, I guess, is current. <laughs> We're just kidding. One of the best of all time, yeah. so I feel like it. Uh, List. Chris Stefano, I would have said, but God, that special was not good. Yeah, uh, that way, it was tough. But he redeemed it on having an incredible Rogan episode that I just listened to. You mm-hmm. said you listened to it, too. Uh, those three, Gillis, Norman, List. Uh, who would I just like sit down and just fucking... Uh, who's working? It's funny. You keep thinking about like podcasts. The podcast is all LA guys. Like they're like I would put like McCusker is one of the best podcast guys, but not quite a. Uh, uh, isn't done enough. Although all the times I've seen McCusker live, I've almost pissed myself laughing. Yeah. So uh, Big J four. Yeah, for sure. And who else? Yeah, you had to get a crowd work guy in there. <laughs> had to get a crowd work guy. In. I needed one. You can't get a just riffing tattoo. For the sanctity of my <laughs> career that doesn't exist. Uh, and who's my little fifthy boy? Probably Brendan Schaaf. Uh, 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 I'll probably take Stavros too. Yeah. He's so good. He's so funny too. All right, here's the, on the way out. We'll do this as the exit thing. Three comics currently working at any level that you think our listeners should check out. Um. Number, I'll start. We'll go three, two, one. We'll go back and forth. Number three for me, check out Jake Matera. Jake Matera is a fucking murderer. I got the honor of being in the first round and going to the second round with him last year at Philly's Funniest. And he's yeah. just an awesome guy on top of it. And he's also in a couple podcasts I listen to and is always a killer on there. So True. Jake Matera, Funniest check out man. everything he's involved with, Little Stinkers. Uh, his, him, I can't remember the name of his fucking other podcast. I listen to it. Check out Jake Matera. True. You're number three. Uh, Anywhere around the country, around the world. It makes me want to kill myself. But I'm trying to latch onto the boat before it becomes a big boat. Fucking Foster, dude. Yeah. Go check out Foster. The kid's funny. I hate to say it. Yeah. The kid's good. You hate to say it. I hate to say it, but he's fucking good. Uh, my number two, I'm going to go out to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I'm going to throw out a little Michael O'Donnell. Oh, hilarious. Dude. And in parentheses, all the other guys in that realm of friends and friends with Brandon Youngblood, Manny Santiago, Charles Baynard, check out everything they do. They all rule. They're all fucking incredible comics that need to get out of Harrisburg and come to Philadelphia. Yeah, they're all fucking so funny. What's your number two? Uh, who's a little boy that I've been kissing on the lips lately? <laughs> um, right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna clip that and just... Here you go, your honor. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I kind of like picking just people. I think Rob Stant's fucking awesome. Yeah. I think Rob Stant's really good. And he, I, he's also a workhorse, which I enjoy. Yes. If there's anyone that we know that doesn't need the shout-out because he's working hard enough to get himself out yeah. there, it's Rob Stant. But fucking check out I'm gonna Rob lump, Stant. Lump in, I'm going to lump in Rob Stant and Jim Gillespie because they all ha- they hang out all the time. So yeah. both of them are fucking funny as shit. Let's just make this a key plug. Fuck it, the top three. Check out anything that uh, two dudes and a dad are doing in Philadelphia. True. Great shows. They're putting on good multiple comic shows and now they're doing good like one headliner two feature act type shows true so that's gary sharp nikki p because can't pronounce his last name he just goes by nikki p and what was the other guy he's that tall guy we had him on marv his name marv marv dick butt marv it's not it's not rob cody he sent me a that's our other two favorite comedians (laughs) rob and cody rob and cody no it is rob cody check out check out rob cody sent me a funny (laughs) voice memo today that i'll have to tell you about off air uh fucking 
Uh, who else? Who do we love? All right, look, we shit on them earlier, but like Dan and Brandon are both great comics. Yes, Brandon is. We're hoping it, they're not listening this far in, where we're actually saying they're doing good. Terrible podcast. Terrible podcast. Great comics and okay people. Brandon in the same vein of Ryan. I hate to say it, but the kid is pretty fucking good. <sighs> Hate to say it. Yeah. Hate to Isn't say it. Isn't it funny? That's, it's so ingrained in you. It's just like, just as a human, you're like, I don't want to tell this person he's great at this thing. But it's like, yeah, in, in reality, the nicest thing you could do is just be like, you're very good at this thing I yeah. enjoy. It's like that in The Office where he's he goes. A chance. You know what? Fuck that. From now on, it's unadulterated fucking happy positivity I'm oh, throwing your yeah. way. No, but still fuck that dumb podcast that those two idiots have. But from other than that, yeah, all positivity. Yeah. All HIV positive. Uh, check out the boys running shit down at uh, Belafonte Brewery. I would say check out Zach Cummer. <laughs> check out Zach Cummer. Check him out. He Get him some sleeves because he barely lost his. wearing our men's league jersey. <laughs> Actually, ladies and gentlemen, got to say this right now. Never seen Zach Cummer without sleeves. Way more jacked than you'd think. Sneaky jacked. Kids <laughs> sneaky always been jacked. sneaky jacked. Yeah. Sneaky jacked. Uh, and I was in the middle of saying uh, Jim Kelly run the Belfont Brewery yes. show. Yeah, yeah, Who's yeah, he yeah. running with down there? With Rob. Rob, right? yeah. Rob Sandler, we already yeah. mentioned. Uh, check that out. Uh, now we're well, gonna get into now. It's, this is just the plugs part. I was gonna say, where can check we check you Philly? out? John. Actually, no, this is all the non-Philly boys. Check out the Philly's great and all, but check everyone outside of Philly. Yeah, most trying of them, to work they're hard. usually better. Uh, you can check me out. Uh, Drew and just, I am too, by the way. Yes, that's what I'm saying. No, no Philly guys. Nah, Matt, well, no Philly guys. What the complete hell? <laughs> they get all the recognition. Yeah, they kind of do. It's annoying. Sunken ship guys up in Central Jersey. Check them out. The Hunk Yard. Check them out. True. This is just us plugging the fucking whatever, bros. Dude. Whatever, the dude. Fellas. The sweet boys. Fella plug. The kissable uh, kids. I got some stuff coming up. I got a, another cricket show in June coming up in Delco. Uh, I got a comedy on the cricket coming up. Uh, Monte Comedy. Hacks Comedy Golf. Probably isn't coming back. But Hacks Comedy Golf. Oh, boy. Oh, also check out... Uh, we're dropping names or anything. Pat George. Another great Central PA guy. Baby True. Mermaids production. I, now I'm just thinking of people I want to mention because they're just awesome. Let it rip. That's all. Yeah. Uh, Check out Let It Rip. If you can find my band's 2003 <laughs> to 2004 album Legends, I don't think it exists on the internet anywhere. Here's, I will go out of my way to here's, find that. Here's your homework, listener. If you can find that, I'll play it as the outro next week. Please do. If all you right. can, I'm not. I know where it is. I have a CD of it at my home. I'm gonna find it. All right. Uh, <laughs> gonna break into your home. Um, June. Second, uh, comedy on the crick. We'll be doing that. That'll be hot. I think and you're gay. June third, huh? June third. Might be June third. I just saw it today. That's why. I'm not sure. Uh, June sixteenth, workhorse brewing. Speaking of a workhorse, Rob Stand will be headload. Headload. Yeah, words are hard. And I'll be hosting that. I love hosting. I love when people ask me to do it. It's my favorite thing to do in stand up. I love to host. I love hosting shows. I love when I host. It's always good to host. <sighs> <laughs> and uh, a lot of stuff in June. I'll post about it on... Uh, and then I'm also... There could be uh, Jersey Java. We're working with them on possibly getting a showcase going, so stay tuned for that. We'll see if we can get that cooking. If not, I'll just shit on them. And uh, Oh, High Note Humor is back uh, in June, starting in June every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, and we're working the on the showcase, room. boy. Yeah. And, uh, dude, suck our dicks from the back. Government. <laughs> All right. Try